into the apex is hitting the road this summer, bringing you to the source of motorsport. Look for special episodes from Barber Motorsport Park, Mid-Ohio, Virginia International Raceway, and Watkins Glen. And don't miss the road shows from the 106th Indianapolis 500 and the Music City Grand Prix in downtown Nashville. The party is only getting started. For the full lineup of events, visit IntoTheApex.com. is where real and virtual motorsport meet. From the ITA studio, to the paddock, to the sim rig. Pull up a chair, pour a drink. This is the Into the Apex Podcast. Into the Apex Podcast. Into the Apex is on the road at VIR. We are right at the S's here. Uh, just like last year's show, uh, much of the show, all trackside here. Uh, we have no third location. Uh, we are going to bring you the, the sound, sights and sound and experience of what it's like to be at VIR. Um, so a little bit later in the show, we're going to talk to Daniel Krenzer from Sacred USA and Alamance Cafe Works about uh, their efforts. Uh, North Carolina, born and bred in part and uh, coming from around the world in London uh, to the Porsche factory drivers and Porsche drivers here in the U.S. at IMSA and the SRO and the TRG paddock. Uh, But first, Bradley, uh, we're here this weekend at VIR for the SRO events, TC America, GT America, uh, (laughs) TC, GT4. There's a a hell of a lot lot of series going on. There's there's a lot going on here. Get it right. Get it right. So we're at Full Course Yellow, the GT World Challenge America is uh, going on right now uh, just into this 90 minute race we're back to green already they are back to green so uh, you're going to experience this with us because there will be sound intermissions so we'll be doing this uh, it'll be paced by the field let's take a listen as uh, they've just come off a full course yellow very quick one see what we got here So the thing is, people that love racing, people that love this type of racing, uh, iRacers that have pretty much all of these cars minus, what, the Acura? Uh, otherwise, all the cars that we're seeing here, oh, they've got, oh, yeah, they've got yeah, a wreck got going a wreck up the S's. In the S's. Pretty bad it's wreck in be, the S's here. It's going to be another yellow, full course yeah, yellow. Be. Got wow. a couple cars dead stopped. We've got three cars involved. Yeah. Two dead stopped. Going up the S's. Wow. And we're going to talk about... Uh, our experience. Yep, full course yellow. That's really fast up there too. Yeah. They're okay. Yeah, they're stopped up there. We'll we'll keep an eye on that. Obviously, when you hear the show, you'll know the results of this race. But nevertheless, um, uh, what I was saying there before that happened, uh, you know, I race with people that love these types of cars. They know the sounds of these cars. Oh my goodness gracious! It looked like what happened oh. out there is that we had a hood blow off. A hood blew off. The guy just said, "You probably wow. you probably heard that behind." Need to us. see a replay of that. Wow. That kind of that's driver's a, already out of the car. We got one driver okay. Yep. Wow. Wow. Now, last year at this event, we, I watched myself a deer cross that area of the S's going uphill to wow. the condos up there. I watched a deer cross the road, and it 
I, th- I want to say one of the TC cars or one of the cars did somewhat hit the deer. So there have been some odd things happen, and I guess that's another odd thing. Safety cars are going out there to tend to them. Got one driver out of the car. Looks like two drivers. Yeah. No, no it's a safety car. Like three cars involved, two stopped. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so we got more time to talk, I guess, now. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's uh, You don't often see... Uh, it harkens back... My memory of an incident in the S's is during the Porsche Carrera Cup race, where one of the cars hit the... Uh, there's a little kiosk thing up there where the flag waivers are. It's covered yeah. by tires, and one of the Porsche cars wrecked into it and it flipped up over on top of it. Um, yeah, I did see that as well. I remember that. Not a very common place to see wrecks, but it's so high speed there. I mean, it's, it's catastrophic when it happens. And then it, at IMSA in the Prototype Challenge last year, it was a, a clip, basically a very significant clip of a LMP3 doing a full turnaround and going back underway without missing a beat. So odd things? I guess our point is odd things seem to happen at this at this course. It's such a, such a demanding course physically, and you have to be on top of the feel of the car. I mean, there's, there's so much that could go wrong because it's such a technical course in my mind. Well, here um, at the, the GT America series, uh, as you heard there when they went green for a brief time, uh, they have that variety of cars that we know and love. We know them by sound, uh, and uh, it's really part of the appeal. It's not a massive field. Uh, it's really, I would say, the IMSA GT Challenge type of thing that they do where it's just the GT cars here for IMSA. Uh, it's it's not even that big of a field, would you say, or it's, it's about the same? It's definitely... It's decent. Yeah, I mean, the GT field, obviously, it's, there's no prototypes. Um, I mean, it's a, I would say it's a smaller field of GT3s than the IMSA series. Yeah. Even for the, uh, even though it's just a GT challenge, um, there's just more, I think there's more entries. Um, some of the entries are the same, obviously. K-Pax isn't involved in IMSA um, that I'm aware of, but uh, no. some of them are, like Turner. There was talk that K-Pax might be involved in IMSA last year with the GTD Pro for Lamborghini, but it's not the case. I think it would be interesting to see because they certainly yeah, dominate here. Yeah, they're they're one two right now. They yeah. started one two, I believe, and yeah, just, they, they're totally dominant. Now we don't know as we sit here and record this. We don't know the cars that were involved up there. We, it's very distant from us. Uh, we are just coming into the S's, uh, just down before the bridge, uh, the vehicle bridge. Uh, so those that know the VIR will know that quite well. Uh, and then you're looking uphill to the condos that are up to the left and the final portion of the S's where you're going uh, before that uh, left-hander that's sweeping and is treacherous because we all know in, those in iRacing, you know that uh, if you don't lift there enough, in the depending on the car... You're running into the grass down into, the hill. Yeah, off into the grass yeah. you fly. Uh, or you hook uh, to the left and you hit the tire wall. Uh, now, let's talk while we have some time here, Bradley, about an experience that we just had. Each of us just drove... A couple laps, two and a half laps on VIR full course ourselves. Yes, we did. And uh, how would you describe that experience? I mean, that was it was not a track day type thing. It was uh, so we we've talked about Operation Motorsport throughout uh, the last year and some change, um, but uh, we joined the Patriot Car Corral here at the uh, GT World Challenge America through Operation Motorsport. They put on the and hosted the GT, the uh, Patriot Car Corral. Um, so for $40, uh, you get premier parking in the car corral. Um, you also had the chance to do hot pit tours, uh, paddock tours. Um, for an additional $50 to support them, there was hot laps. And then we did the parade lap. As they go around for another base lap, it's probably going to be a bit. 
of pacing because they're still trying to clean up that accident down there. But uh, so we had the chance to do about two and a half parade laps, uh, obviously led by a pace car, not at high speed, but but uh, the pace car would speed up a little bit in certain spots, uh, the straights, and over different times you could stretch it out a little bit is the way I would say. Not not insane, not nothing incredibly dangerous. I mean, you're always cautious when you're on track with a group of cars. Um, and there were a lot of nice sports cars, supercars in the corral, as well as just everyday street cars. Um, but yeah, I had a chance to take the old Elantra in onto the track. <laughs> I took my own car, which wasn't as racy out there, but uh, either way, it was an interesting experience. We came in from those those laps with some slag on our tires still. Uh, as you go through turn one, uh, we all know turn one, uh, lots of rubber on that part of the track. Uh, any of the slow corners, lots of rubber down already. A, a lot of action's been going on. It, it rained a bit yesterday, but it's been completely wonderful here today on uh, Saturday. But uh, it, it, I want to ask you about this. So you had some, you had more racy tires on your car as we as we went through these laps, and probably top speed about eighty. To uh, well, top speed on the on straight, the back stretch, uh, ninety-eight on the back stretch. Yeah, on the back stretch, about can, ninety-eight. There's kind of a if everybody behaves themselves, you can you can get yours right. in. There's a there bit. is a little bit of a checkup going through Oak Tree onto the back straight so that everyone can properly space out to gun it down yep. the straight, uh, which is kind of what I expected. But the first time we went around. It was almost like a complete crawl stop through Oak Tree so everybody could get a good launch. And I was not expecting that and had to check up just a little bit. Yeah, you, you got to behave yourself and you can get yours in a little bit. That's what it was. Nothing um, ridiculous. Uh, there's, on the last lap we did, the last go around, going through Hogpen and around, the, around into the last corner, um, that bit was a really fun in that, in that car. Um, taking those kind of off-camber uh, kind of technical corners not even at high speed, but I had a chance. I had a little gap, and in those corners, I got to basically full throttle it, and then immediately stomp the brakes, and it just felt as satisfying as anything we did in iRacing. Yeah. Um, and I learned from iRacing how to brake there. I applied that to what I did today in a small way, and it's. I mean, it. it to say the sim helps even in that experience is, is true. Yeah. Because I found I, I, I knew where exactly I needed to brake, and yeah. I knew. What it would feel like going through that corner. Well, I was going to say the same thing. I add on to it. I mean, that's that's the perspective that you and I being being on the road here uh, with that particular opportunity this weekend. Uh, that's that's what we bring to the table because uh, we were talking a little bit earlier as we were watching uh, the earlier sessions that um, you know for for a lot of racing fans, if you're a golf fan, you can you can go buy a box of golf balls and a putter. If you're a baseball fan, you can join a softball league and get a, a bat and a mitt. But if you're a racing fan, a, a real racing fan, and you enjoy this type of motorsport. Yeah, I'm 32. Racing, I'm going to go get a bat and a mitt. You might. I People might. People do it. They might. Uh, you put a knee brace on, you know, the works. Yeah. Just get some Bengay. Oh, put change a, the subject. Put Continue a patch what you're on your saying. back. Continue uh, your point. But you get my point. You do get my point. I think, the, I think I everybody get your point. gets my point. It's not uh, obtainable. For the it's masses. Not. How do you, so how do you get yours in? Well, this Any the, way you can. N- well, you get yours in through iRacing for the most part. Yeah. And even that's not pennies. It's not the same. But, yeah, you got to get... You want to get it in somehow. Uh, I, Please I would don't s- say that ever again. <laughs> I would say, knowing our psychology, and, and I think maybe we'll speak for others, or maybe maybe they'll just shake their heads. I don't know. Probably. Uh, but knowing, knowing they're us, still thinking about getting it in, getting it in. Oh uh, God! Please <laughs> never say that. <laughs> Thank God a Mercedes drove by. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but 
What was I going to say? You completely threw me off. Um, we were talking about golf and playing baseball as an adult I don't and know what driving. The, You're wait, saying what? that the, the ways you, the ways you can scratch that itch is to oh, I know what I I'm race. Saying. I'm back with what it. you're trying to say. Kind of, yeah. Um, I would say without iRacing, uh, to continue to scratch that itch, as you say. You'd kind of forget about it? I'd, I'd maybe lose interest. Yeah, I'm Be- with you there. Because are we the only ones? And this is a question I pose for others out there to just think. And, and maybe you can just tell us. Messages. Right. I don't know. Uh, we can't be the only ones that if you don't if you don't use it you lose it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm, I understand. And in the same way, we've talked about this a lot before, but Bear is bringing the point back up since we're here now, and it's been uh, a little bit since. I mean, we went to the Indy 500, but it's been a little bit since we were at a sports car race. Uh, coming here also keeps the itch going for i racing. So i racing keeps you excited and into coming here, and it works the other way around. Now that I'm here, I just want to go do the same thing I'm yeah. watching. While you're while you're i racing, all you want to do is go to the next event in right. real life. And while you're at the real life event, all you want to do is That's go back true. home. That is true. And when, I race. when I'm when I'm here, all I can think about is I want to be in the car doing what these guys are doing to some extent. And, and then that, when I'm there, I just want to go see it in and real that, life. That cycle continues to circle and circle and circle, and you become more invested and more invested and more invested. And the next thing you know, you're too invested, probably. And uh, you've burnt burnt relationships and bridges. Got, and oh, maybe oh. maybe you've gotten a divorce or had to uh, sell blood plasma or now we're getting deep into maybe this. you've changed your name maybe you've robbed some things maybe you p- stole some things this, and pawned this them. episode is called racing therapy <laughs> no well no i'm not this is not reflective how how racing ruined tyler's life no i just know <laughs> i just know that that's how people behave when they're desperate for, are you uh, desperate no no that's not what i'm saying at all that's what i heard that's what i'm hearing thank god the cars came around to save you i uh God, I just want that BMW wheel so bad. Make a lot of sacrifices yeah. for that. There's a lot of things you can sell on the internet I guess, to get yeah. that Panatech wheel. Yeah. <laughs> the the only fan, OnlyFans.com forward slash ITA. Oh, that's, please That's no. what we got please going don't. on. Um, <sighs> Where do we go from there? How do we recover from this? I don't. It's I do like not. they've cleaned up the wreck, so. Yeah, they, we might be hearing them go full blast yeah. again. But uh, um, but I think the thing is, we I think everyone understands what we mean, and I, under, I yeah, understand yeah. what you mean. Um, there's if if you don't keep it going, if you just kind of stagnate stagnate with what you have uh, with the sim, especially, um, you probably lose interest. Because I I know for myself, I'm always even though I've got all the gear that I need right now, and it's going to be some years before I probably will upgrade. Um, I'm always keeping an eye out on the next new thing. And it's always burning in my mind. Well, if I can get it, why don't I just get it? Yeah. And the BMW wheel is like that. I don't need it. I have no use for it whatsoever. It'd be, it would be a total waste of money. Uh, upgrading your computer is always going to be the best thing. Yeah, true. But I want it. I would say what, with, with being here today at VIR, uh, if you're somebody that has al- only ever done sim racing and watched on TV, uh, maybe the big takeaway to give is uh, I think we always probably give this takeaway if we don't explicitly say it on the road shows is you need to it's worth traveling however long you need to travel to your nearest event like this whether it's IMSA or SRO or whatever it is it's completely worth it to come out it is let's say we got to restart now yeah um, it's going to be that shot in your arm that yes. as Bradley loves to say it really is going to be that shot in the arm we'll catch the audio yeah. when they go by and every track there. looks like a BMW was involved in that that's a shame. Um, yeah, they're hauling them off. Yep. So, uh, and oh, every, that was every Samantha track, Tan. That oh, was Samantha no. Tan's BMW. Every track has its own flavor. Every track is unique. We're going to listen in here. Yeah, we're going to crank it up here. 
see if you can identify each car. I know you guys can. I know. I, I believe in you. One of the two Capex cars were one, two. Now a BMW is in second place. Yeah, the uh, Turner BMW, it looked like, if I'm not mistaken. Possibly some issues for your number, the number 91 Lamborghini. Yeah. It's kind of falling back. So that bit. was certainly Samantha Tan's uh, BMW out early. And we were excited to watch her race here because uh, she wasn't in this series last year. Uh, we, we did see her in the paddock, uh, her and her co-driver and that team. It's probably the coolest looking car out there. In the, yeah, it in, looks in this a lot field. like uh, Derek DeBoer in the TRG Porsche. I was just going to say. It's got that uh, like artwork type of livery. Uh, Derek's TRG Porsche is probably the nice-looking GT4, and uh, they're they're cut from the same cloth. They're artwork on the cars, uh, and it really does look cool. And, and, you know, without going into all the business aspects or pay aspects of, of this type of racing, it's cool when you have a car that's not all a sponsor. Right. And it, it's just what they think is cool, and that's what they put on the car. Right, it just looks nice. It just looks nice. That's the only thing I had to say. I didn't have any follow-up to that. <laughs> it looks pretty. It does. It's a I mean, you car. don't you don't expect to see it, and it catches your eye because yeah. you're, you're used to seeing hard blocks of color. Now, in between the cars coming around for another lap, we're going to talk about the new BMW GT4, which was unveiled here yesterday, and we got a very close, very close look at it a few hours ago. Uh, let's let the cars go by, Bradley. Get your points on the tip of your tongue. We've got a car around in turn oh, one. Oh, yeah, we see it. We see it through the Looks trees. Like it's a, an Acura. Uh, it's couple a, it's an Acura. It is. He's still stuck. Oh, there's another oh, no, car coming. No, no. He's, he's got it running. They got it running. Yep. Again, again, this race is already being broadcast live. a weird race so far it's, it really does not seem to be a polite race no it's uh i mean these are hour and a half races but in terms of I gt it's, racing it's kind of a sprint is it all and i forgive me for not knowing this right away but could it, i imagine maybe this is all the am drivers starting because it just seems a tad sloppy well, that's, that's kind of ignorant to say it, it seems a tad sloppy though i mean what could, you, could you do better is. could you do better there's in, another car in with racing, dust. i could keep seeing plumes of dust up in yeah. the s's yeah but, uh, I mean, it's just... It's different. You're just trying to get the feel for the car. It's still yeah. early in the race. You know how it is I, in iRacing. I, I know how it is. In restarts, tires are cold. I mean, you got to get everything warmed up. Yeah. got to get it going again. Uh, talk about the BMW GT4 that we saw. It's a nice-looking car. It it's, looks, it's just a, a, a <laughs> mini version of the new BMW GT3. Well, just a little version of that. Uh, going back to the sim comparison, iRacing, they gave us the Mercedes GT4. They're showing a lot of love, do love, to the GT4. Uh, I hope they've already got this in the books, and it's just a matter of time before we get this, because then we'll have everything. I'm sure. Uh, the, the relationship with BMW, no doubt they already have it scanned. Now, it's going to be soon. I know you've always you've been an advocate for the current BMW GT4 and iRacing, which will yes. next soon yes. enough be the outdated one. Uh, do you prefer this? seeing this one up close? Seeing them both up close today. I mean, I like it a lot. It's, it is just a smaller version. It has the Fanatec wheel in it, but everything else looks almost... A, Identical, but just a little smaller. Just are you, a little bit smaller. Are you done with the uh, old BMW GT4 and we're I'll, ready for I'll this one? I'll run that as long as it's an hour racing. I'll do well, it as long as it's there. I'll say this. Uh, let's listen. Uh, 
footage on that BMW GT, GT3. Yeah, that's actually. right. There are a few of the new BMW GT3s. Yes, there are. It's always good to hear them or see them in here, I suppose. Yeah. They're so much better looking than the old M6 GT3. I was going to say, that one wasn't Less, good uh, looking. Uh, iRacing was a generation behind, and even right. that one that was in iRacing, it looked like a clown boot. It was not a, a nice one. We drove it at one Spa 24, and I just didn't care for it. It looked just kind of clownish. Well, I mean, and we've talked about it before. Everybody, at the start, everyone was like, eh, I don't know about these. the front end of this some BMW. People, some people are still shitty about it. It's I, I like it, and it's warmed up on me a lot. Uh, you see it in person, yes. Yes, the lines on the hood, the way the lines on the hood match. It sounds good. It's, yeah, it's a nice car. It sounds good. The street versions look good. Um, the taillights, obviously, are nice. Matches with the M8. Um, I have no issues with it whatsoever, and it will be around for a while. So, yeah, presumably so. Um, I mean, this is this particular event is going to be all about these GT3s and GT cars. The prototype madness—that's for maybe next week at the Glen. Uh, yeah, or, there's no prototypes here. Not, um, not, it's not IMSA, so we won't talk about prototypes at this. Yeah, we got plenty of time for that. That's blasphemy in this. We'll talk about that with Bruce Perry <laughs> next <laughs> week at the compound, at, at the cookout, at the cookout, at the community cookout. Uh, they're coming by again. So, George Kurtz and the CrowdStrike Mercedes, they won the GT America before the TC race. K-Pax has got a decent lead. K-Pax is just too good in this series. They're very good. Robbie Foley's down there in second. And unlike last year, we got a couple, two or three Ferraris out here. A couple of them. Yeah, we did, not, we did not see Ferraris here last year. So this is definitely a, a gr I love this lineup. You got an Aston Martin. There goes a Mercedes. There goes plenty of Lamborghinis. Uh, there's one thing that's missing, and that will be missing here in the United States, at least, Audis. I saw an Audi GT4 earlier. Uh, no Audi I, they're Audi TCs. Oh. But, uh, no, there was an Audi GT4 oh, here. Well, let's wait and see. That's the next no, race. There is. There is. I saw it. Well, Audi is not supporting the U.S. team. Audi's not supporting. Uh now, Audi, of course, won and was very present at the final race of this uh, series season, the Eight Hours of Indy. Uh, Audi was very prominent and successful there. Uh, and, uh, I mean, they obviously, aesthetically, they sound like the Lamborghini. They're the same type of deal. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's something you're just not seeing. They, they pulled the last one out of IMSA, and uh, that team switched to a Lamborghini. I think it was... Grasser, uh, GRT, or something of that nature. Right. They they pulled, they swapped out, and it was because of lack of factory support here in the U.S. So they need to get on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't honestly. I prefer the Lamborghini to the Audi. So yeah, it doesn't agree. really doesn't yeah. really upset me. The Audi GT3s were not were never an appealing car, virtually or right. otherwise. The Lamborghini just looks sharper, more it does looks more sexy. Nothing nothing is better. I mean, we talk. Go in archives. Listen to Jerry's take. His first uh, time watching these cars at Indy at the eight hours. There it goes the K-Pax Lamborghini. Nothing sounds better than a Lamborghini upshifting in the distance as it passes you. Nothing. Porsche, maybe a Porsche. No, I, I'm going to just say no. I'm not even on the fence about that. A Lamborghini upshifting up up the S's at VIR. Does it get any better than that? I don't think it does. I really don't think There's it's only does. one Porsche GT3 out here. There is, yeah, just Char Charlie Luck and Jan Halen. Halen. Yeah. Uh, Jan Halen coming off of racing Le Mans just last weekend. He's here with his father-in-law, Charlie Luck, uh, and they actually they got a win in Nola and they won this um, on Saturday when we were here last year. So that that's pretty cool. They're they're the lone Porsche, but they're definitely competitive. 
right now, though, it's looking like the uh, Turner Motorsport, Robbie Foley. I think it's Foley and Michael Dynan. I could be wrong, but uh, they're looking good out here. But those BMWs, I mean, the first year, that, that particular car, um, I guess you aren't going to have massive expectations. You're going to have to work some kinks out of that thing, but I don't know. We'll see. They could win this race that we're sitting in front of right now. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's not really uh, not really worth talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the race is, again, this is going up after the race. Um, there's another one tomorrow, folks. Another one tomorrow, folks. <laughs> but, uh, no, I know what you mean. I, Bruce would love this. I have no follow-up. No, no follow-up. I was really honestly paying attention to how far back the crowd strike uh, Mercedes was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, took the win with George Kurtz behind it uh, in the uh, earlier race. Yeah, GT America, yes. yeah. So, and it's way in. It's almost dead last. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. I noticed they had two versions of the car in the paddock. So they've yeah. got, obviously, CrowdStrike, Mercedes, AMG have multiple cars out here. Uh, now, I want to do, before we take a, our break, I want to do, so they're coming around now. I'm going to crank up these microphones and try to get you the best sound we can get. Oh, boy. Because, I mean, I know, I know you guys out there. I know you're like us. I know what you guys like. Sound porn, men and women. I know what you folks like. Yes, I know what the people want because I know what I would want. Uh, You want to be sitting here on the hill with us, sipping on some Jim Beam bourbon highballs, and uh, on a nice sunny, cool day. It's not cool. It's a little hot out here in the sun. Well, I am in the shade. Oh my! You, you forgetful, chair forgetting bastard. Yeah. No okay. umbrella, no nothing. It's only like what the tenth race you've been to. Bradley's so unprepared. It's, I know it's pitiful. I know it's very. I was in a fever dream, prepping for the race. Yes, he was. But we'll be all set for Watkins Glen with Bruce. We'll be at the command yeah. post. Yeah, you're right. They're good. So you hear the Mercedes yeah. just pass by itself. That's the crowd. One of the crowd strikes. Let's wait for these cars to come by. We're gonna crank it up. Got any topics here to talk about? No, Tom? I don't think so. We're just gonna just gonna burn some time on the clock. Oh yeah, just gotta burn some time on the clock. We got our eyes on eyes on turn one. There's a nice breeze out here. You can, what are you complaining? Can for? you feel the breeze through the yeah. radio? So there's the K-Pax leader. Let's let's uh let's see what we can do here for everybody. Take a listen. important elements in sim racing. However, so many of us don't have time to painstakingly tweak every value to create a good setup. 
Never mind the hours of work required to find game-breaking exploits to make you even quicker. The Coach Dave Academy has created competitive iRacing setups developed by professional sim racers and engineers that are designed to enhance your performance in the most popular sim racing game in the world. Receive new setups for iRacing season, car, and track combinations every week, giving you the time and pace to be able to focus on racing on the track rather than being sat in pit lane. All the setups follow real driver feedback and come with MoTeC data and replay files, helping you improve not just your car setups, but also your driving technique. The best part, when you sign up, the first week is free, which means you can test the setups for yourself before committing to a monthly membership. Check them out at coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. That's coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will help let you keep doing what is important, running your business. For more information, visit greathirehr.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid surfaces, something you can display proudly to mark a major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit AlienAwards.net. That's AlienAwards.net. This episode is also brought to you by the Bad Weather Brewing Company located in St. Paul, Minnesota. Bad Weather Brewing Company serves up craft beers such as the Fog of War Hazy IPA or the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout. And some of the best design cans you'll see, by the way. For the full tap list and to grab your mug, visit BadWeatherBrewery.com. Daniel Krenzer of Alamance Cafe Works and Sacred USA. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Sacred USA brand, which is uniquely here in uh, America and North Carolina, which is just, we're just north of North Carolina here at VIR. Uh, Daniel, thanks for joining us for a few minutes here out on the, on the road. Well, thanks for, I'm glad we could link up at this race weekend. Um, and it's just nice that these weekends are now very normal. Yeah, it's, it's crowded here. Uh, a lot true. of a lot of true enthusiasts come out to the SRO races here, especially at VIR. I notice. Yeah, I mean, last this time last year we were here uh, for the first race with the crowd after COVID, so it is nice. <laughs> it is nice. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, and I would say, like this weekend, five years ago when I started coming, a quarter of the cars. Oh wow! And you know, you could almost park right by the fence, and even when we got here about nine o'clock this morning. I mean, there's acres of cars now, and I think just speaks to the growing appreciation of sports car racing, and um, enthusiasts and, and drivers know that VIR is yeah. one of the tracks in the U.S., Yeah, and I, and I think more fans are starting to see that. 
Before we get talk about the delicious coffee that Bradley I, and I just tried down in the TRG paddock, uh, tell us more about your just interest in motorsport, where it began, and the kind of racing that you've been into over the years here. Um, I stumbled upon motorsport, and um, I first came up here for charity laps maybe mm. six years ago. Oh wow! And and I just came up with a friend. And it was on a Friday, and it was just like, let's take a half a day off of work, yeah. and let's just go have a good time. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> and I just remember, you know, just coming up for those the, those charity laps, which you 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 give a, a donation, yeah. and then you get to run a couple laps in your own car on the track. Yeah. And and I was hooked. Yeah. And um, that season, I I came up for a PCA weekend, just watching. Um, you know, people as a, at the hobbyist level running their Porsches on the track. And, and it was neat because there was just a few people and you can just walk around and went to this weekend, the, the, uh, the SRO race. And yeah. And then usually late summer is the IMSA weekend. And it was just like, oh my gosh, here's people, (laughs) here are these Ferraris and Lamborghinis and you can walk right by them. Oh yeah. Yeah, the access, we were just talking about the access to this type of racing, uh, GT America and IMSA, the access to these races is really comparable to none. I mean, even in IndyCar, uh, to get close to the paddock, you have to pay extra fees and kind of have the means to do it. But in these races, you're just part of the paddock family. And, and, and it's nice. The crews seem accommodating. Yeah. Um, you do have to kind of keep your head on a swivel yes. right after <laughs> yes. a race because those cars do come in hot. Um, but it's it's fantastic and it's just nice because you can walk almost to every major turn and and you can see the cars coming right at you before they turn yeah and um it's so cool every angle that's you you have to be a little bit in shape you have to kind of train at least walk a little bit on a on a treadmill (laughs) at an angle to come to a road race but that's the joy is you're not stuck in a static location in a grandstand or anything like that yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. I mean, you can pick. You get to pick where you spectate from, and that's not something that with NASCAR or oval-type racing, you can't do that. Um, and just the variety of what you get here. It's not one type of car. You have multiple makes and different cars, different classes, different everything. Yeah, I mean, so it's different. A lot, a lot going on within any given race in these series, and just back-to-back, the schedule. The, we have GT America going on behind us, and then more series behind it. It's just a festival of, of road racing and sports cars it is and and it doesn't take you long getting into it to realize the different makes handle the track different and that's part of the the chess match yeah it's it's every car is unique it sounds unique it looks different and that that key that's kept all of us coming back for more uh so we were let's focus on porsche because that's an interesting aspect of uh, sacred usa and also uh, your own alamance cafe works uh, we're North Carolina natives. We're not too far. You're based out of Burlington, North Carolina. True, true. And uh, so that really has excited us. We've been uh, drinking your coffee for our endurance races in the sim <laughs> for some time because we talked about it before. It's unique to be 30-something grown men allowing ourselves to play essentially a game, even though can't say that the word. That's not what we call it. It's sacrilegious to say game. It's yeah. a sim. But to be up at 1 a.m. making coffee on a Saturday night, Sunday morning, uh, your coffee's been kind of powering us through these events because you certainly need it, even in the sim. Uh, but you've been with TRG and you've been uh, keeping uh, Derek DeBoer, J- Jason Alexandris, Dr. Jim, everybody down there caffeinated in the team. 
Uh, so that's have to be interesting. I know you've seen them here at VRR quite a few times. I think I met Derek in, in 17 or 18. And as our little coffee operation has grown, our participation with TRG has been able to grow. This is the first year that we are the official coffee supplier of TRG. Nice. And so that means that we've gotten a little espresso machine in the paddock and, yeah. and just wanted to to raise the coffee experience yeah. for the drivers and the crew that are here from probably 7 a.m. till 7 p.m., especially on the long days. Yeah, it's, it's unreal the busyness that they have uh, and to be well-fed, which it looked like they were being well-fed and well-caffeinated. That's got to be critical for the yeah. teams. And, it, and it's nice, and especially on these summer days, <laughs> bringing in ice and having, like, iced mochas. For yeah, the that's, that's what Bradley yeah, and I just that, finished up. It's like a luxury out here. <laughs> it really is. Uh, and new to this is Sacred USA, and we've been following this quite a bit because uh, Sacred London, it's based in London, I understand. It, it is. They've got presence in New Zealand, uh, throughout Europe, um, and, and they've just... Since their beginning, what I've learned is getting to know them since 2020 is that they have just strategically had relationship in motorsports. Um, Tubbs, the, the, the main operator, is, is just a through and through motorsport fan yeah. and, and has been involved in motorsports himself. And I found them through social media because their brand ambassadors, Earl Bomber, I mean, oh, yeah. when you know Porsche Motorsport, yeah. you know yeah. him. He's in a prototype this year. Um, and the U.S. ambassador, Matt Campbell, yeah. um, who had, you know, in the race world, a, a very uh, famous finish at this year's um, Daytona. Daytona. We were there. We were, we were right. going crazy That's for right. that. That was insane. Um, that battle, the last couple laps, <laughs> yes. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it, it became famous. It is, yeah. That was amazing to watch. Um, and he's with FAF Motorsports yeah. out of Canada. Um, I met Matt briefly at Sebring. A, a, gen a generous person with his time. And I, I'm, sh you know, Sacred has got to be proud to be able to work with them. Um, I got to know them on a whim through email during the pandemic. And I just said, hey, I'm close to VIR. If there's ever a time that you need to use my equipment or I can help with nice. an event for your guys during the IMSA weekend, happy to help. And through hundreds of emails, it just kind of morphed and evolved into let's get sacred a presence in the u.s yeah. and use motorsport as that avenue I, I love that because it's it's well established i feel that that for companies i mean companies and sponsors and supporters and partners make the world of sports cars especially but all motorsport go around because it's not as easy it's as hitting cheap, it, it's not like a box of golf balls right. or a baseball bat it's definitely there's a lot to go into it and we motorsport fans are very loyal to the folks that keep the, that world going around. And, uh, well, of course, regardless of that, who doesn't love coffee? You're not human if you don't like coffee. <laughs> so really, that, that's been appealing to me overall. And I love the Porsche brand uh, anyway, and I've really loved to see, I mean, I've seen, we were kind of talking about it before we started, uh, Tubbs has been at every, I see on, their, on sacred social media, he was in Lamar. He's been all over the place. He's he's in, loving it as much as any one of us would have. Well, we got to get him to VIR because this is a track yes. he's not been to. Um, 
So keep an eye out uh, <laughs> as we grow our relationships and, and get more founded in the U.S. with Sacred USA um, because it's, it's happening. It, it sounds like there, it's, I know it's only beginning, um, and I understand, I want to finish off and, and talk about something that, that you were sharing with us that is really amazing, and I think a lot of racing fans would appreciate this, especially here in the U.S. Uh, while it's affiliated with Porsche, there is some American North Carolina history based in where, where this Sacred USA coffee is roasted. Right, um, and, and it, it's been a happy accident that this spring we moved our roastery to what was the headquarters of Roush Racing. And, and those, the NASCAR fans, the, the stock car fans will know that Roush Racing is just so foundational yeah. to the sport. Um, and it's just cool to kind of have that energy behind what we're doing. Yeah, a coffee that's, uh, that's made for motorsport and tied to that explicitly, to be made in a place where motorsport in America for decades now yeah, I mean, North Carolina is the capital of stock car racing in the United States. But racing. And then racing. IMSA's, a lot of IMSA presence and teams within North Carolina and the Charlotte area, too. So, I mean, it's what better place for that to start? It, it's exciting. And, you know, um, I think in the future, especially with the new prototypes coming out, is it next season that the new yes. prototypes? So, yes. I think a good, yeah, good chunk yes. of them in 2023. Um, as well as the Porsche, I believe. Yeah. Um, I think w the timing is is super fortunate, and um, it'll be interesting to see which cars will be based out of Charlotte. <laughs> yes, that's true. I mean, we're we're coming up on a golden age of sports car so, racing. That's what I think, they say with the new prototypes and everything else. It's post pandemic. I think it's coming back better than I've ever seen. So I mean, I'm yeah. I'm excited personally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, everybody check out Sacred USA, Alamance Cafe Works, and Sacred London. And uh, we'll do some sharing on our social media on Into the Apex. And hopefully we'll be sipping some coffee uh, at Daytona over those Penske Porsches. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, yeah, the, the Sacred USA website is sacredpodusa.com. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, this has been fun. Uh, Sim Racers, join us in keeping caffeinated for the overnight races. The Spot 24 is coming up. And uh, we'll be drinking sacred coffee here uh, to keep us awake at the 1 a.m. stints. Daniel, thanks so much for a few minutes with us here. I appreciate your time. We'll be right back here on Into the Apex. You've been listening to Into the Apex. From Mad Jim Racing Media. Check out the show's upcoming road trips and join the community at IntoTheApex.com. 